snippets of timeless classics with ramblings on everything bookish, Ink and Quill connects you with literature, culture and writers in China and around the globe. Discovering literature and following the stories behind your favorite authors. This is Ink and Quill. I'm your host, Yang Yong. Ever since he published his first story at the age of 16, Chen Qiufan, a.k.a. Stanley Chen, has been widely hailed as one of the leading figures of today's generation of China's young science fiction writers. For our generation, I can see that a lot of people like more focus on their inner space, their own feelings, like their own consciousness, like their own experience. From records of the Cave of Ningchuan, a whimsical tale about a multi-dimensional universe written in classical Chinese, to his multi-award-winning debut novel, The Waste Tide, Chen has a knack for combining metaphysical ideas, self-alienation, and high-tech in many of his works, while at the same time without losing touch with real-life issues and problems. Cyberpunk is a very traditional genre. Right now, I think we should put it in a newer way because right now our environment is totally changed. Like everyone is living a cyberpunk life. Everyone is enjoying this kind of cybernetic lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So there must be some new meaning of this genre. So I try to explore the possibility. Currently, the president of the World Chinese Science Fiction Association, Chen Qiufan has been actively voicing his opinion on technology, speculative fiction, as well as the future of human race. Therefore, in today's episode, our reporter Shu Yu sits down with this rising sci-fi star to discuss his works and inspirations, how science fiction has fast become the greatest realism today, and also why Chinese science fiction is yet to enter its golden era. Let's take a listen. So Stanley, thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you. Okay, so my first question is, I'm super curious about when was your first encounter with science fiction? Uh, it was when I was in kindergarten. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because my dad used to work in a technology institution, so he brought me a lot of popular science magazine like mm -hmm. Knowledge is Power, something like that. So there were so many like science fiction stories on it. I remember I read Drew Verne, mm -hmm. Arthur C. Clarke, and Heinlein, and a lot of classic science fiction authors work in the golden age. Mm -hmm. So I uh, started to like get huge interest in, in this kind of fictions. Mm -hmm. And after that, I began to write my own stories. When was that? I remember it should be around like uh, 10. Wow, yeah, <laughs> that's most, pretty early. Yeah, I wrote a story mostly like uh, Star Wars, like there are starships, robots, and laser guns. Mm -hmm. So it's like a space opera. So I know you published your first science fiction work at the age of 16. Yeah. So could you tell us a little bit about it? It was like uh, attended a campus competition hosted by a science fiction world magazine mm -hmm. in 1996. So I wrote a story about when alien arrived at the Earth, they provided human some very advanced technology, which was give us huge benefit uh, to update our life 
and our productivities. So humans are getting more and more addicted to their technology. So、mm-hmm. finally, human become some kind of a slave or pets of the alien.、Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of conspiracy theory thing. So I got the first prize of that competition.、Mm-hmm. So that's how I started to write science fiction. And since then, you have constantly produced all kinds of science fiction. And I know some media they address you as a Chinese William Gibson.、Uh-huh. So I don't know. Is this the tag that you personally feel you fit in?、Uh, actually, that's maybe just a tag from one of the British reviewer,、uh, Jonathan Walter.、Uh, he's a very、uh, famous, huge sci-fi fan and also a, a credit writer. So maybe he read some of my stories, and he feels like William Gibson in eighties. So he described my work as William Gibson style, but that's not all of my works. So it's just part of it. So I, I don't want to put a tag on myself,、okay. especially to narrow tag because it will like narrow your creativity. And I just try to explore any possibilities on writing and just. Any way you can make your story feel better. Maybe he feels like a cyberpunk. Yeah, might yeah. be the perfect term to describe your work. Yeah, because my debut novel,、uh, the waste tie, also a cyberpunk, or like Ken Liu describe it as a post cyberpunk. But I'm not quite sure about the post means because cyberpunk, it's a very traditional genre. Old school, a little bit historical. Yeah. So right now, I think we should put it in a newer way because right now our environment is totally changed. Like everyone is living a cyberpunk. Life maybe so there's no regulation right now. Everyone is enjoying this kind of cybernetic lifestyle,、mm-hmm. so there must be some new meaning of this genre.、Mm-hmm. So I try to explore the possibility. So I'm curious about where do you usually find your inspirations? Yeah, mostly from the people around me,、mm-hmm. because some of my friends they will tell me some their own stories, and for some of them they have very unique life experience. And also, I read a lot of scientific papers and some popular science books and news.、Mm-hmm. So I will combine all these elements into my stories.、Mm-hmm. So I got inspiration mostly from everything. From movies, from manga, from music, and from my own life experience. You know, from the Year of the Rat, I know it's one of your most popular works, and to your debut novel,、yeah. The Waste Tide.、Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it sends a distaste towards、mm-hmm. modernity, towards、mm-hmm. technology, towards modern development. Yeah. So I was wondering, what kind of the issues do you want to address in your science fiction works?、Mm-hmm. When I look back to my earliest stories and my novel, I'll say that the most issue that I'm curious about is alienation of the human being.、Mm-hmm. So, when you put people into a fast-paced environment with new technologies and new social relationships, so everything will change their perception. And change their way of understanding themselves and relationship between themselves and towards others and towards the whole world.、Mm-hmm. So I think humanity is always changing during different ages.、Mm-hmm. I couldn't see any like、uh, you can call it stable humanity between different individuals.、Mm-hmm. So. It's always interesting to find some extreme scenarios that 
uh, cause some uh, humanity change.、Mm-hmm. So that's what I try to find out:、mm-hmm. how could humanity change under certain circumstances?、Mm-hmm. So how they lead the characters to explore themselves and、yeah. how to meet their fate in the stories.、Mm-hmm. You just mentioned you like to capture the, you know, the transformation of humanity,、yeah. transformation of human condition.、Mm-hmm. And I noticed in one of your previous interviews, you said you think science fiction is the greatest realism.、Mm-hmm. And some people even say call you as a realist in the scientific、mm-hmm. world. So could you explain it a little bit? How science fiction, literary genre, involves imaginary elements. Combined with, you know, realism.、Uh, because I major in Chinese literature back in the university, so I read a lot of classic Chinese literature, also the world classic novels. So you can see they're dealing a lot of issues between man and man, man and nature, man and society,、yeah. man and animal maybe. But you know, right now we are in the age of technology and science. So it's basically the very origin of the science fiction is from、uh, Frankenstein.、Mm. It's in the age of industry revolution.、Mm. So this kind of genre, like the science fiction, is dealing with the relationship, the tense between man and technology and science. Yeah. So I think that's the most realistic part of our daily life nowadays.、Mm-hmm. So if you don't deal with this kind of issue, you couldn't call yourself、uh, realism.、Mm-hmm. So I think because science fiction is two words put together, so、mm-hmm. it's about science and fiction.、Mm-hmm. So I think today's novel or stories you couldn't write without all these elements, without science, without technology, without the relationship. Between these elements,、mm-hmm. so we try to discover the connections between all these things and how people will, like you said, transform、mm-hmm. into different kind of like a posthumanism or like to another kind of、um, species with different kind of technology like artificial intelligence or genetic engineering, maybe quantum computing. And maybe virtual reality, all this kind of technology, how they will reform our lifestyle, reform our perception, reform our consciousness, reform our relationship toward others. So I think that's the most realistic part right now. So we need to express those things in our stories. That's how I call it realism. But besides of talking about technology like artificial intelligence, virtual reality, how do you reflect the realities in China in your own works?、Mm-hmm. Because China nowadays, a very, how can I put it?、Uh, it's a magic realism like a country, a magic realism age. I've、so, heard the term from time to time. Yeah, yeah, because our society is developing too fast. Maybe,、yeah. so we experience the change that maybe the Westerners. Took hundreds of years to experience, so everything is changing so rapidly. So we need to deal with a lot of issues that the Westerners maybe could not understand or could not tolerate in a very short period of time, like the environment issue, like the mental illness, like peer pressure, like the education issues. So a lot of issue is coming overlap with each other. So it's like a huge experimental lab right now in China. So you can see all those 
phenomena happening in the same time, like the startup, uh, like uh, boosting, mm-hmm. like the a lot of superstars in movies, in live streaming, in everywhere. So entertainments. So it's pretty much like the brave new world described. We entertain ourselves to death. So you can use all these elements and all this phenomenon you observed and put them into a science fictional way.、Mm-hmm. So that's why I think a lot of Westerner readers found it interesting to read、mm-hmm. Chinese science fiction because、mm-hmm. they can see something they never experienced or they can never imagine.、Yeah. So. I think that's the most important part for us to to express the spirit of this country、mm-hmm. and this era,、mm-hmm. and that's why we try to use science fiction as a genre, as a form of literature to express ourselves,、mm-hmm. rather than like pure literature or other stuff because、mm-hmm. it's metaphorical.、Mm-hmm. So it's like a symbolic narrative way to express this. So it's very interesting. Explore the life of great wordsmiths. Share their stories beyond the pages. Ink and Quill brings you the voices of writers and book lovers. Welcome back. You are listening to Ink and Quill with Yang Yong. In 2015, Chinese sci-fi writer Liu Cixin's space apocalypse novel *The Three-Body Problem* won the Hugo Award for Best Novel, making him the first Asian to snap this top science fiction prize. Since then, the term "golden era" has been constantly thrown around by Chinese media to describe the glorious prospects for the sci-fi literature in China. But is this really the case? To answer this question, Shi Yi continues her conversation with Chen Qiufan, a celebrated young Chinese sci-fi author, columnist, and translator. First, they will talk about what differentiates him and his peers from the older generation of sci-fi writers. Their generation, like Liu Cixin and Wang Jingkang, they got huge influence from the Golden Age style. Mostly from American science fiction and Russian literature,、mm-hmm. especially for Liu Cixin. So for Han Song, he's got huge inspiration from the new wave, especially Philip K. Dick.、Mm-hmm. For us, like eighties,、uh, even nineties generation,、yeah. we grew up in the environment of games, internet, and manga animations. So we got a lot of different resources、mm-hmm. and different style from all these materials.、Mm-hmm. So especially we living in a international or say globalizational way.、Mm-hmm. So I think our education background is very different,、mm-hmm. and also we try to explore our own、uh, voice.、Mm-hmm. Each of us had a, a different voice, like、uh, Jiang Bo his. Kind of a space opera, Xia Jia and Hao Jingfang. They're more soft,、mm-hmm. and they try to discuss some gender issue. And for Bao Shu, he has some like very complicated、uh, historical topics、mm-hmm. to imagine about time traveling.、Mm-hmm. So each of us have our own interest.、Mm-hmm. So we all develop our own style. 
so it's very diverse. It's more diverse and it's more complicated. You couldn't like describe our generation within a single style.、Mm-hmm. It's different from the older generation,、mm-hmm. so we're more individual.、Mm-hmm. One other thing is like Daliu, he has great imagination about like how human species we can explore the outer space. Yeah. And especially, we need to migrate to other planets,、mm-hmm. uh, out of galaxy, to survive. For our generation, I can see that a lot of people like more focus on their inner space,、mm-hmm. like their own feelings, like their own consciousness, like their own experience. Like more self-eccentric. <laughs> yeah, you can put that in. But I think self-centric might be a little bit, you know, it's not that accurate. But、uh, I think they are more introverts.、Mm. They care more about their their inner voice in yeah spiritual world、mm-hmm. rather than explore outer space.、Mm-hmm. Yeah,、mm. science fiction sounds like a perfect medium to capture, you know, the、yeah. current uncertainty and conflicts in this time and age.、Yeah. So, could you give us, you know, a brief introduction about the landscape of、mm-hmm. Chinese science fiction? Yeah, right now, although we have the three body problem, a huge successful phenomenon across the whole world. It's an international bestseller. Right now, so it sells like、uh, seven million copies within China,、mm. and even three hundred thousand copies in America. Wow! Yeah, so that's huge in history. So none of Chinese authors achieved that kind of success、mm-hmm. in the past decades.、Mm-hmm. I would say it's an exception. Exception. For, <laughs> yeah, for Chinese science fiction. Because after the three body problem, you couldn't see a lot of novel achieve that kind of even close to that kind of number.、Mm-hmm. So I would say the market size is huge, but we still need more authors and need more great works、mm-hmm. to open that market.、Mm-hmm. So right now the problem is our author base is too small; is still limit. Like our association, we have around. Two hundred members,、mm-hmm. within which we can say that only fifty of which we can call them a stable output writer, so they can write continually and they have publication every year.、Mm-hmm. So that's a very small number according to our population. Like in North America, the biggest sci-fi and fantasy publisher, Tor, is the one who publish、uh, the Three Body Problem. Yeah. yeah. So they will publish almost five hundred kinds of science fiction and fantasy every year. Every Book, year. Books、okay. every year,、mm-hmm. not including those reprinted ones. And they have like two thousand or what association members.、Mm-hmm. So that's a huge difference. So I believe right now we need to develop more and more younger generation to write science fiction, and we need more new, new blood to get into the industry.、Mm-hmm. So we we need to like write out more great works,、mm-hmm. so we can really boost the market to make more people read and love science fiction.、Mm-hmm. But so far, still on the way, I would say. And for what's more, there's only one science fiction magazine right now in China. Only、It's、one. Only one in Chengdu,、uh, science fiction world.、Mm-hmm. So for all these years, only one survive. That's the problem.
It's kind of interesting because you're talking about right now the scale of the market mm-hmm. is a little bit limited, but in recent years we have seen Chinese science fiction has gained you know tremendous yeah. coverage on the mainstream media yeah. and uh, Mr. Dong Renwei he talks yeah. about you know both Chinese nebulas and yeah. Chinese Galaxy Awards yeah. have received uh, some kind of support from yeah. the authorities. Yeah. So. What you just said, and what we have seen on the mm-hmm. media, seems you know we see some contradiction here. Yeah. So, in your opinion, what's the reason behind it? I think there's a huge gap between uh, on the surface and reality because I think right now science fiction is getting more and more attention for the government level. Maybe science fiction is a good way inspiring the technology innovation mm-hmm. and a good way to promote science. Popular science to yeah. younger generations, so they will put a lot of resources into this industry.、Mm-hmm. But I'll say the origin of the industry is the author, is the works,、mm-hmm. is the books we create, the、mm-hmm. stories we tell. So it's better to put this resource into some places we can train or we can. Encourage more and more people to write more inspiring stories,、mm-hmm. rather than put into some kind of like you know incubator for science fiction industry or maybe science fictional culture real estates. Something maybe the government will think much more about it because it's profitable, it's making more money, and it's good on numbers. But it's not the source. It's not the basement of our industry,、mm-hmm. so I'll say we need more support on this to discover more younger generation,、mm-hmm. more new writers, and support them them to write more,、mm-hmm. and help them to have their voice heard, have their books be read by more readers. I know you have traveled extensively,、yeah. and you went to the 2017 World Science Fiction Convention、yeah. held in Helsinki. Yeah. So you know when you went there, you know compared with Western writers and Chinese writers, do you think is this the same trend in the Western world?、Mm-hmm. Is there any difference compared with ours writers and theirs? When I was in Helsinki, I can see a lot of fans like line up waiting for Dalio、mm-hmm. to、uh, sign on their three body problems. The line was almost as long as George R. Martin's,、wow. so he's now I would say a superstar worldwide、mm-hmm. in science fiction genre.、Mm-hmm. So that's not very different from other Westerner writers,、mm-hmm. and also a lot of readers, scholars, and publishers they have huge interest in Chinese science fiction.、Mm-hmm. So. Each panels on a、uh, Chinese science fiction or keynotes, they all crowded, full of people.、Mm-hmm. So they came here and love to listen different voice from the Eastern country. Right now, the second biggest economic entity、mm-hmm. in the world. So they try to figure out what Chinese people are thinking about、mm-hmm. the future. Was the imagination?、Mm-hmm. So I think that's、uh, the most important part is that、uh, you really show your Chinese characteristic、mm-hmm. in your stories, not just try to mimic or reproduce another like a Western or American story. But you're talking about Chinese characteristics. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything unique Chinese about our science fiction? I think it's the Chinese people. And the Chinese culture and the、mm-hmm. Chinese history. 
and Chinese experience. Those parts are unique. So you couldn't took out any single elements to say it's Chinese characteristic, but you put it all together and people will see it and say, "Hey, this is very Chinese." Mm-hmm. I know you are among you know the first bunch of Chinese sci-fi writers whose works got translated, mm-hmm. and you have Chinese non-Chinese readers. Do you mm-hmm. think they are looking for the same thing? Yes, I got a lot of mails and messages from foreign readers.、Mm-hmm. Some of them. They will find my stories interesting because it's different from their daily life. But、mm-hmm. some of them find it very resonate because it have something to connect it with their own life,、mm-hmm. like a, a story written by me called "The Smog Society."、Ah, it's about our environment issue、mm-hmm. about the air pollution.、Mm-hmm. So one reader live in a, a small city in the Middle West, North America.、Mm-hmm. So he. Told me that the city he was living has the same problem, so he totally understood how I feel about it、mm. every day.、Yeah. So I think there's something universal in science fiction that can across the boundaries, across the language and culture. So it can touch people within the bottom of their hearts because we have shared human condition. We share human experience and feelings、mm-hmm. and emotion, so that's why science fiction. It's more easy to get translated and get influential across countries. So because it's about human <coughs> common destiny, community, universal, universal yeah. yeah. So I believe that's the reason.、Mm. We probably need more translation works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the biggest bottleneck. <coughs> we need more Ken Liu. We have huge potentials,、yeah. but、uh, we have a lot of problems in terms of film adaptation, market、mm-hmm. scale,、mm-hmm. and the output of translate works.、Mm-hmm. So I don't know because media start to talking about Chinese sci-fi is entering a golden age.、Yeah. We constantly <laughs> heard that golden age term on the media.、Yeah. So do you agree with that? I'll say we are at the gate of a golden age. So we have maybe one foot like step in to the door. But still, we need to a long way to go because、mm-hmm. all of the industry, each chain on this industry is very immature, still on the very early stage.、Mm-hmm. So we need more talents and we need more resources to input on this industry. Yeah. So I, I would say we are still not there yet, but very optimistic about the forthcoming golden age of、mm-hmm. Chinese science fiction.、Yeah. Within the years to come. Yeah. So I have one last question.、Mm-hmm. Do you have any, you know, new books or、mm-hmm. new projects you want to share with us? I will have a couple of books, including my latest collection, including some of my latest short stories, and also I'm working on my second novel.、Mm-hmm. It will be the sequel of the Waste Tide. Because right now I sold out the right of the、uh, English and Germany and Spanish and Italian edition of the Waste Tide, so I'm looking forward to ha- see them coming in the next year. Hopefully, more readers from different country, from different background, will really enjoy it. That was sci-fi author Chen Qiufan talking about the dynamics and prospect of Chinese science fiction scene. On that note, it's time to wrap today's program. Don't forget that there are always more interesting happenings in the literary world, and we will try our best to keep you posted. 
To learn more about us, you can follow our Facebook account China Plus, or simply download the podcast by searching the keyword "Ink and Quill" on iTunes. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Yang Yong. See you next week.